1: And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson on today's show. We're going to be running down last night's impact wrestling on the road to overdrive
2: and also honor. No more. No more.
1: No more honor. No more. They're no more. They're on no more. No more. Absolutely. We've got Triple H zooming in once again for a SmackDown preview tonight. I know you're excited about that. You get to talk to the to Triple H to the game. We've got details on Chris Jericho's new contract. Uh, there is an attempt made at Daddy Ass showing up for DX's reunion. We're going to talk about that. New Japan professional wrestling upset with a certain machine gun Carl Anderson, we're also going to talk about AEW buying out CM Punk's deal. Seems like it's going to happen. But, Larson, first up, just want to mention oh, yeah. this. So, all week, you've been keeping me on the and the friendos on the edge of our seat. Are we going to do a watch-along tomorrow for the final Big Red Predictions thing? What say you, yay or nay? Yeah,
2: you know, I guess you could look at a, a variety of different ways. Is this a play on my part to get in your heads? Get keep right. you on your toes, yeah. keep you oh, unsettled man. about your picks, yeah. And then at the last minute, make you make picks in haste. Or is this me just being lazy? Is this me just uh, 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 wanting to not accept defeat? <laughs> honest, That's honestly my vote. Also, yeah, it's probably a little bit all three. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Uh, the end result is I will not be participating in a watch along tomorrow for Halloween Havoc. Uh, I got some family obligations that came up, um, and. Uh, I'll be doing that instead. Uh, and, uh, you know, hey, I won't be there to, 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 to have to wallow in my defeat. I can go do something else while all that's happening. And, hey, if I somehow pull out a miraculous victory, uh, that's pretty amazing. And I'll find out after the fact. Um, and uh, so, yes, I will not be partaking. But uh, the ball is in your court now, Steve, uh, whether you will be doing something or not.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I think I, I'm if, if Enforcer's down, I'll probably still do one over at the Twitch MF Steve here channel. Um, I don't think I've got anything else going on. The lady and I are going out tonight, so tomorrow night we're going to be homebound, I think. So, yeah, I, we'll probably do that. We'll probably do that. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow, uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. Go check out the Twitch MF Steve here. Channel me and the Enforcer like to goof around over there quite a bit. Um, So check that out. I don't think we're going to do a SmackDown uh, watch along tonight, though, because I do have some obligations as well. Yeah, I
2: won't be available tonight anyway. Yeah,
1: so So, uh, this night, tonight, nothing tomorrow.
2: Yeah, probably over at
1: MF Steve. here. November is
2: a busy streaming month, too, because there's two WB shows. There's Crown Royal. There's Survivor Series there's full gear full gear yeah and then there's impact so there's four shows potentially next month yeah yeah so, so there's we'll, a lot next month too but there's nothing in december
1: <laughs> will be streamed well yeah i know so expect expect uh plenty of raw watch alongs and i'm you know what i've been doing over at mf steve here or i did this this past week and i really liked it me and enforcer do uh war zone Which is where we don't watch the first hour live. We -hmm. just watch the last two hours of Raw live. We get the recaps from hour one, and it's only two hours. So three hours of a three-hour watch long for Raw with commercials and shit. It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot.
2: May I suggest for December we do the uh, holiday office party again?
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll call up uh, Church of Joshi. I think they're getting back in the swing of things. Yep. They're watching. I think this. I think I saw an ad like this Sunday. They're doing like a bunch of Joshi death matches. Mm-hmm. It's like a really terrific graphic that I think Kayla would. Yeah, it's it's look really great, it's great, cool. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh. So of course the big news over the past almost 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 two months now, yeah. the hell's gonna happen with CM Punk? Well, after Dave Meltzer broke the news earlier this week that CM Punk's best friend in the whole wide world, Ace Steel, had been released by AEW. He reported in this week's newsletter that the company may soon be parting ways with CM Punk, saying, quote, it looks doubtful he'll be back. Those with close knowledge of the situation said they are in talks with Punk about a buyout of the remaining years of his contract, which tells you that they are not looking to bring him back. The holdup right now is said to be the non-compete period. He also added that there's not a lot of goodwill in the locker room towards punk, stating, quote, the sentiment of those in AEW among most talent, not all talent, was decidedly anti-punk. Between the television promo on page, who is overall very popular with the talent, the Scrum, where he said Page had never done anything in the business, which was taken as saying AEW means nothing in wrestling, since Page had been one of the top stars since day one, and headlined three successful pay-per-view shows, and had been and been in arguably the best match in company history, Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Page. Fightful Sean Rossap tweeted this out. There were suggestions for people close to AEW, almost immediately following Brawl Out, that CM Punk would eventually get a buyout. I don't know that it was in the works that far back, but a lot of people saw that as a likely scenario. So Larson, it seemed like this was had been rumored now for at least a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, the the possibility of a buyout had been bandied about, uh, and uh, and now it looks like uh, there there might be one. You know, sort of sticking point that's on the non compete. Um, one interesting side note to this as well is Meltzer kind of extensively after the first initial write up of Punk here in the in the newsletter goes on about the possibility of him joining wwe mm-hmm. um i don't i would be kind of shocked yeah if if that was the case yes um and but but Meltzer put some emphasis on that point uh he mentions uh triple he said, h's he sorry, well I, I have it right here he says okay. triple h's whole game right now is about surprise debuts and Punk would be the biggest possible for him to bring in for an impact. There is a flip side of this, of course, and there's no lock WWE would take him, since when Fox pushed them to take him, they didn't, but they likely underestimated how much, how underestimated at the time, how much he'd been to the fan base as his AEW debut showed. One holdup on the buyout is the non-compete, but that's not, but that's really a moot point because even with a six-month non-compete, Punk wouldn't be ready to return until the non-compete is over, I think he means his injury right there. Yeah. He says, however, the idea of Punk being released this week and being on WWE television just for appearances before he can wrestle would look like a huge coup for WWE over the next few weeks, especially with AEW not nearly as hot when it comes to things like ticket selling and streaming. Um. So first of all, let's go to the buyout situation. Yeah. This is expected, right? Yeah, that's something this had been expected.
2: I think uh, that's something we had speculated on quite a while. I think outside, you know, in terms of a possible outcome of all this, Um, now that just doesn't mean that's their only. We don't know since there's been zero official word on anything. We don't know anything about what's actually going on, what conversation. So we have to, Melser, you know, we, we. it seems like has sources in AEW. So while his information on other uh, topics may not be as sound, AEW stuff, it feels like, all right, he like but young bucks. We mentioned this before, literally have a move named after him, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. It seems like he probably has his sources there. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's a long roundabout way of saying, uh, it's probably highly likely if that, if punk is to leave, they're not going to just out and out release him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, it'll probably be a buyout situation because if it's a buyout situation, it would seem to eliminate the possibility of any sort of uh, uh, legal entanglements after he parts ways with the company. Yeah. Cause right. that would have to yeah. be a negotiated thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing that you and I have both noted and on specifically yesterday's episode on a W the A W review as well is that they did show him in the ring mm-hmm. of honor video package. um, <clears throat> Which indicated to me, not necessarily, hey, he's coming back, but maybe that they're okay mentioning him because maybe they wouldn't have had there still been the threat of a lawsuit. So maybe that stuff had been winding down. Um, also, with the Ace steel, you know, uh, being released, possibly, uh, possibly thing um, that that was a possibility as well. That, like, maybe the things are not on hold anymore. Mm hmm. You know, and with, yeah. and with reports that there has been more and more communication between AEW and, and the parties involved, the elite, um, that maybe, you know, everything has to go. Everything's suspended when there's lawsuits involved. You know, it's yeah. like, okay, everything has to go on hold. No, no moving pieces because that just complicates things, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, as far as him going to WWE, like, I I understand that, you know, anything, I guess, is a possibility. Yeah. Um, but and 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 here's i guess another so one case to be made for it would be not everybody keeps up with this stuff you know not everybody is 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 reading fightful not everybody's watching going in raw not everybody's watching wrestle talk and cultaholic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um there is a greater audience out there Who definitely probably fondly still remember CM Punk. Maybe they checked out some of the stuff on AEW. But if you exclusively watch AEW, you don't even know what the hell happened. Yeah. You don't know. If you're, if you're not really, if you don't give a shit about the backstage stuff in wrestling, you're not gonna know what happened to CM Punk. Because they Mm -hmm. never mentioned him. He -hmm. was the champion. He won the championship. Let's say you watch that pay per view and, and then you tune into Dynamite. And then, and it's just Tony Khan who rarely shows up on TV, anyways. But you know, because you watch the show, he's the he's the he's the head guy. Oh well, shit happened. That's weird. Okay, well let me flip over to basketball or whatever or football, whatever. Um, so like. I don't know. I, I think there's a whole world to be and on top of that. Like, I don't know what the crossover between WWE and AEW. the actual audience is, you know, two people, 2 million people watch 2 million plus watch SmackDown mm-hmm. around 2 million people are tuning into raw these days and, about a and million watch dynamite. Yeah. And yet about a million watch dynamite. So I don't know. I mean, if, if, if they want to bring in CM Punk, yeah, I'm not sure I want to see it. Um, but i could see a case to be made for that
2: oh i mean there's definitely a case to be made it's just whether there's mutual interest you know obviously there there was at one point a lot of animosity between punk and wwe um i know punk was not the 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 the, the largest fan of triple h and i don't believe at, at a certain point triple h was a huge fan of cm punk either now that was a decade ago more or less things have changed maybe um uh, I know Melster mentioned in the newsletter that Punk is close to Adam with Adam Peters and uh, and Paul Heyman. Um, now, would those relationships be enough to potentially uh, overcome whatever beef lingering or otherwise he might have with Triple H? Don't know from WB side of think Well, they want someone who's uh, in their late for, mid to late forties, who's just coming off a situation where. In some circles, seen as being having an attitude backstage, whether that's true or not, if your your last lasting image of Punk is the media scrum, it's 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 not exactly a positive one, you know. Um, And the last year, he's had two significant injuries, and there's already a history of issues between himself and management. WB, I don't know if WB would want to sign him to a huge money deal.
0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com. That's A N G I dot com.
1: Well, here's the thing about that, though, is that WWE would in this situation, you would think they'd have all the leverage. They don't need him. Like yeah. and he has nowhere else to go. I mean, yeah. I, I do think I do think the one place. Look, he's got two other options.
2: Yeah, he impact. Could ch-
1: he could chase Bobby Fish and yeah. go to Impact. Yeah, where's the lie?
2: Where's the lie?
1: They have a built-in feud. Fish kicked out of a GTS. Punk wants to get back at that. I am so joking right now. I know I'm acting like I'm not, but I am. Um, oh darn! New Japan. Yeah. So I. So here's the thing about New Japan. I uh, I think that Punk's behavior in the media scrum is more indicative of what he was allowed to do. If you're, if you give a person like that, the, how do you put this? I don't think new Japan would put up with his shit. And I get the feeling he would know that. And so I kind of feel like he probably wouldn't be a problem there. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if it Tony Khan, Tony Khan seemingly just gave him the company. He was like, this guy could do anything and everything he wants. Yeah. And, and punk did it. Yeah. Punk did it. He went up there and anybody he had a, who had a grievance with him, he did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he aired his grievances at that media scrum because oh, yeah. he felt like he was bulletproof. Well, in New Japan, I don't think he would be. I think that they'd probably be like, hey, you want to come in? You know, if they if they would want him. And New Japan has shown that they'll, they'll bring people in who don't exactly have the best reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's a possibility if he wanted to. I think yeah. I think they probably would.
2: I mean, that's, um, that's a huge. That's a huge if at this juncture. I mean, who knows? And the
1: style months, would be a huge problem because he's it old. Would be
2: he's old, and he, and he's coming off two pretty significant injuries in the last year. And in six months, when he's you know in theory healed from the triceps injury, maybe he after this experience, who knows if he even want to professionally wrestle anymore? We just don't know. You're right, but a
1: dude needs money. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> well, I mean, he's
2: getting a buyout from AEW at a, 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 a significant percentage of what his contract was.
1: Yeah. And multiple wrestlers have said that know him, have said he's, he's he's pretty frugal with his money. Um, So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that'll just be his retirement. You know, I don't I don't know.
2: Um I mean, we'll get to this Jericho story in a little bit. If Jericho's deal, if Punk was making more than Jericho was in Jericho's first deal, Punk was making good money. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, I really would imagine good.
1: Money. So, um, so I mean, I don't know. As far as WWE is concerned, if it's if it's, I'll put it this way: if Punk wants to continue to wrestle, I think there's probably a low risk situation for WWE. If 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 he wants to wrestle, if he if they, if they're like, hey, do you want to come back and try this out with a bunch of like you know incentive based you know escalators yeah. in his contract yeah, and yeah, stuff?
2: Yeah, Yeah, low downside, bunch of incentives. Yeah.
1: I think I think that's a possibility. I mean, yeah, he burnt it down, but no more or less than you know half the other people a that did other in the people, past. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, so yeah, I don't know. Would he look like a big hypocrite? Probably, but pff, money talks, dude. I don't know. So yeah, we'll see about that.
2: Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Uh, what uh, apparently we're not going to see is Carl Anderson at Battle Autumn on November fifth. So it looks like the Good Brothers got himself double booked. Yeah, current. Man. Yeah. IWGP Never Openweight Champion Machine Gun Carl Anderson, who was scheduled to defend the title at the aforementioned Battle Autumn Show November fifth, has had to pull out of said show and that title defense because also got himself booked in a match, He's teaming up with AJ Styles and uh, Doc Gallows against Judgment Day that happens on November fifth, same day as Battle Autumn SWB Crown Jewel, and in a recent interview with Tokyo Sports, New Japan Pro Wrestling President uh, Takami Obari stated. He was furious mm. about the situation. Yeah. Now I think the odds now of Carl Anderson walking out with a never open weight title went from small to zero.
1: Well, there's there's two interesting things. here. Number one, Anderson and Gallows posted this like hotel room video, kind of yeah. mocking the situation, yeah. saying that New Japan didn't send an email to Gallows, who's his in cafe yes. booking agent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that probably didn't help things either um this was interesting and i didn't catch this but Meltzer and his newsletter talking about this stuff did wwe mention that he's a current title holder did you notice that on tv i think so because so. Meltzer mentioned that and i was like oh i missed that that's kind of cool yeah, that's interesting I believe, I believe they did mention that yeah wanted to show up with that never title but i guess it's that's not, not gonna, gonna happen,
2: happen. <laughs> not gonna happen now steve
1: it's not gonna happen now, unless he just really wants to stick it to him. But yeah, you would think that maybe any relationship between WWE and New Japan mm, is probably not gonna happen now. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um. So this was kind of interesting, though. Potential relationship between WWE and AEW was was bandied about. So earlier this week, oh, you didn't know. Dun, 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 dun. The Road Dog mentioned on his podcast that Billy Gunn thought. He was going to be able to take part in DX 25th anniversary celebration on the October 10 edition of Raw in the latest uh, Observer newsletter. uh, Meltzer explains why daddy ass wasn't there. He said this. Tony Khan agreed to let him do the show, but on the air, they would have to mention that he's from AEW or that AEW allowed him to appear or some wording. But there had to be one mention that in some form he works for AEW, just as WWE already did when they got Mickey James for the Royal Rumble this past year. WWE stalled on the yes or no, and at the last minute they would not agree to it. Fightful Select had some additional details with sources telling them that WWE had prepared travel for Billy Gunn, and one idea that was pitched was to include the AEW logo on Gunn's lower third, but ultimately it didn't happen. All that, all, 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 the conversation you've always had about scoring cool points—what a terrific opportunity to do that in WWE decline. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. I wish they would have yeah. gone through with this.
2: I know. I mean, it seems like a, a small uh, uh, acknowledgement. If it's it, like if a lower third, if Tony Khan be like, "Yeah, lower third, that's fine. I just want something on screen, some mention that it happened that Billy Gunn works for us now." Yeah, and if a little AEW logo on the lower third was would have been enough it seems weird that that, that it would it, it, that whoever would be Triple H or Nick Khan or whoever would be like all right that's fine because if you're going to do the DX reunion celebration you kind of need all a DX if you can you know yeah i know it seems like a small thing to just kind of be like all right fine let's it get let's get yeah. Billy Gunn here
1: the level of buzz that would have, that would have got, would have been massive. And I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have like, you know, I, from their perspective, I understand maybe you're thinking, Oh, well, you know, it's just gonna, it's just gonna enhance their profile and you don't want to do that. So why even bother doing it? You know, you have the majority of DX there. Um, but yeah, it it would have been it would have been really cool. I mean, I do appreciate that the road dog allowed the crowd to shout out Billy Gunn when he threw mm. the mic to them. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of a bummer, you know. Like, I don't know. You 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 just do that, but you know that's it, it's it is what it is, I guess. You know.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. so.
1: Nothing Who knows. Was, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, let's talk about this. Details on uh, the Ocho's new contract with AEW. Got some details about that. Larson, what's going on there?
2: So, uh, of course, earlier this week, we talked about the Ocho pending a three-year extension with AEW. And again, latest newsletter. Melser asked details saying, quote, Chris Jericho signed a new contract with AEW through early January 2026. He he says here in parentheses, press release said December 2025. but It's been confirmed it's actually January 2026. With uh, while figures were not available, his old deal was three million per year, and he obviously got a raise, and given the timing, likely a good raise. like continues later on. this past week he signed a he signed a, three, a new three-year contract with a higher dollar figure. We don't know the case. Again, he just kind of reiterates what he says earlier. Uh, that'll go into effect January 2023, essentially ending his own o- old deal one year early and starting a new contract at that point in time. Jeez, three million per year. Wow. And then apparently got a fairly substantial raise. Wow. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's making what Phil was making now. Yeah, dude,
1: I, I was kind of sh- like, I'm, I'm, I'd be kind of shocked if Phil was making over 3 million, but
2: you think he I was think making in the newsletter? They, the said, this is, this is Jericho's most, like the most lucrative contract of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's not, that's not surprising. I mean, 3 million a year. That's boy, that's a lot. That is, that's a lot. But I guess, you know, if they're going to get that, uh, I would imagine that their their newest TV deal, because like Warner Brothers Discovery seems to really like AEW, mm-hmm. they'll probably they'll probably give him a pretty decent raise off of what they're making right now.
2: You would think so, and um, if you know he's putting, I mean, the whole, you got to think the whole point of putting the Ring of Honor title on Jericho is to help secure a TV deal.
1: Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, the streaming deal, yeah, too, which should be apparently yeah, uh, Brian David Brian Alvarez uh, that should be announced sooner than later, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, yeah
2: you know, having him as the champion to kind of bring viewers over there. You know, it makes sense that he's going to be compensated for it, I suppose.
1: Mm -hmm. Rugby fan here, going back to the Billy Gunn thing, says, do you think that if he was there, he would have took over the segment due to the crowd? I wonder if that might have played into it in terms of people would pay more attention to the AEW aspect of the segment and thus Raw. As opposed to if he wasn't there, in which case they pay more attention to you know.
2: Also, I'll, I'll, because the flip side of that was, well, he's not there, then people are going to be like, "Oh, dad, start daddy ass chants because he wasn't there." But that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Our thumbnail for that episode of Raw had not. It totally would have been like the entire thing would have been daddy ass
2: with DX. That's but That would be the entire thing. That could be that could be I know cuz I, I mean thumbnails. that is that is, that is <laughs> I would have done that. That is I mean it's a deal when someone who's like an active a, yeah, AEW would have been a huge deal. talent yeah. shows up. I mean there's it's not like there's no precedent. Chris Jericho as an AEW talent was on Broken Skull Sessions, you know? It's mm-hmm, like yeah. these arrangements have been made in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it's, it's, it's not like there's zero precedent for that happening. So, mm, yeah, I think, you know,
1: yeah, it, I think there might be some, I don't know. I think it's probably just cut and dry. No, we don't want to associate with them. It's but like we don't
2: want to validate them as, as competition or something like that, essentially. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, impact. Like on the, they,
2: speaking of impact, like they wouldn't mention an impact. It mentioned impact wrestling on TV, WTV for years.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that was a weird Vince thing, but you just like these days they mention everybody. It's like, oh Carl Anderson's got the never title. These guys used to be in New Japan. This, this you know, et cetera, et cetera. These days they'll mention anybody. It's just apparently not AEW. Um I'm not. So I'm not. let's talk about impact on the road to overdrive. Which is the November show?
2: Yeah, November eighteenth, yeah. November
1: eighteenth, yeah. Friday. Friday the thirteenth, that's right. It's Friday the thirteenth.
2: Well, it's the eighteenth, they said.
1: Oh, Friday the 13th is the next month. That's the December pay-per-view.
2: Yeah. Something said Friday the 13th. Yeah. Honor no, no more is no, no there's more. There's no Friday the, thir- Friday the 13th in January.
1: January pay-per-view. That's, oh, that's hard to think. kill.
2: Yeah, that's the hard, hard to kill.
1: Hard to one. kill. January, Friday the 13th.
2: That's hard to kill, yeah. So it seems like they're really, they're all in on this Bully Ray, is he, an, is he a scumbag or not story? And in theory, I don't mind the story. I think there could be some good stuff here. I don't know if I want it as the A story in the company, though. I know I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I know I don't. I was trying to be diplomatic about it, but no, I don't.
1: I mean, look, it's something they, they, they got it. You got it. They got to have something, you know, I'm yeah. not huge on an R no more is no more and so they need some sort of A story. Even the I don't know more A story wasn't all that great. It was the same thing every week. Ed Edwards would come out, try to entice Josh Alexander to join, and he'd yell at PCO a bunch. We we see where that got him this Mm -hmm. week. Um, But, yeah, the whole – look, I I don't like – dude, I'll be honest with you. I don't like Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer putting on a competitive match against dudes who are in their mid-20s. I know. Well, I don't and know. What winning, Jesus. not just competitive match. No, beating. I'm sorry. Yeah, winning, beating yeah. those guys. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but those guys are like, you know, the if if the collective age of the opponents are like over a hundred years old, versus a fifty or whatever trope, those guys Steve. Are. That
2: is in the wrestling world, the, the older you get, the more powered up you are. I know. I know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: It doesn't make any in sense. In the world
2: of athletics, it makes no sense. But
1: here, here's the thing. Like, I feel like there should be a caveat to that. Like, look, I'll say what you will about Hogan. The older he got, he got more powerful. Hogan still was big,
2: jacked, and leathery tan.
1: You know? like he, But it wasn't it, quite for, for- to the
2: same degree as it was in his...
1: For pro wrestling, for pro, I'm saying
2: for professional wrestling, he aged really well. For professional wrestling, I'll say this: Bully Ray right now is in better shape than he has than, than he was in probably eighty percent of his career.
1: He was in really good shape for a short period of time in Impact when he was world champion. I remember yeah, he he's in really down. good shape he's, right now. He's, he's in, in really good shape. I know he's in really good shape, but he also looks old. He's in he's in good real life shape. He's in really good real life. And Hogan,
2: shape. even though he was buff, didn't look like he was 80 years old when he was in his 60s. No,
1: he didn't. He didn't. He really. Didn't. I don't know,
2: man. When I see him, when I saw him try to move around that match against the Undertaker, after he won the title, I'm like, this dude moves like he's 75 years old. So I just think that that's the thing, though. If you're still big and jacked, I think that yeah, kind of like Goldberg. Like Goldberg's big and jacked still but that, and that Lashley match. We starts limping around. I'm like, okay, am I, am I really supposed to think Goldberg is gonna be able to beat Bob Lashley here? No. You're playing your point. Yeah, but he does. And that's, that's the convention that I think they, that's,
1: that they stick to. If you still look like you're jacked, but Bully doesn't, he looks like he's, you know, doing his lawn every Sunday, which maybe he is, I don't know, but he looks, I don't know. He looks pedestrian and old. You know, he looks good. Don't get me wrong. He looks good. Yeah, he's, I mean, in good he, shape. He, he's in tremendous shape. But like, not like, oh, he's going to beat somebody. Shape. He's certainly not Josh Alexander. He shouldn't be beating Juice Robinson.
2: No, he shouldn't. He should not at all.
1: Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like all that shit and Tommy overacting and stuff. I, <laughs> I don't like any of that stuff. Oh, man. Well, like uh, I said, I think
2: the story itself, it, it could be in, uh, interesting. Just as the A story. No, no. Yeah, I mean, look, like Every Ray was going after the X division title because like the one time I assume oh, the one title never won. But like, S- all right, fine.
1: Stay away from that. How about that? We got an X division tournament yeah, coming up good. now. Uh, you got Bailey and King in the first round. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Alan Bl-
2: Angels and Trey Miguel, the other first round match on that side. Then you got uh, Laredo and Kid and ben, Taurus and Laredo Kid. Yeah. And then you got uh, uh, Yuya. Yeah. Versus. Oh, uh, PJ Black. Yeah, PJ Black's coming back. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, well, I kind of feel c- like Taurus is coming out of the right, the left side of the bracket. Sorry, mm-hmm.
1: over Laredo Kid.
2: Yeah, I feel like it. And mm-hmm. then whoever wins between Kenny King and Mike Bailey will reach the final.
1: Yeah, that's sort of up in the air because they've had a thing.
2: Yeah, and it wouldn't
1: it wouldn't be a terrible idea for Kenny King to maybe cheat to win mm-hmm. against
2: Speedball, and then you can set up him versus Speedball once. But Kenny then again, Speedball and Trey McGill have history
1: too yeah that's true well yeah trey Miguel. yeah he uh so oh, don't know wait a second wait a second back up a second what trey Miguel.
2: yeah he had a little feud with mike bailey when mike bailey no, was no, no, in that no. thing did,
1: okay wait didn't he just win like a the next Division like last week they had like an x division six man or a six way didn't they
2: oh trey did but the idea was hey if you win this it might get, give you a leg up on becoming. Oh, a I one thought captain. it was a straight up number no, one. No,
1: no, I no, thought no, when no. he went to the parking lot, he was like, "Hey, I'm next in line."
2: No, well, he did what? because it wasn't an official thing. It's like I won this match; I should be next in line. But he should get a
1: bye in the first round. He beat everybody
2: in the first round. Commentary said before the match, "Oh, if 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 you win this, it might give you some advantage with Scott Demora when trying to make the case be new number one contender." It can was not we, an official number one contender match.
1: Can we please agree? Like, now that we own Action Coast Wrestling, not to do that shit. We're oh, not yeah, going to put so it. Yeah. Like, somebody wins a six-way with everybody. He wins, and then he's got to be in a tournament with that's filled with all those same people, basically? Yeah. I ain't doing... We're not doing that.
2: It doesn't make a lot of sense. I agree. Um, no, it doesn't. Yeah, either... I, honestly, whoever wins between Kenny King and Speedball, I feel like, will probably win the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know if they'd go right back to speedball. I think they're gonna they're gonna have him chase it, and if they chase it, i will probably be Kenny King. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That'd be yeah. good for him too.
2: I'd be great if Taurus won it, because Taurus is great.
1: Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, Taurus
2: is so good. He doesn't
1: cut promos, does he? Or he does, I never heard it. Because he's got a big old mask on. It'd be kind of underwhelming. <laughs> Unless you do like a Shockmaster master Ole Anderson thing. I know. Oh, I am soy Taurus. Yeah. You know, I do the May help you why would help you what <laughs> he just is just a dude who doesn't know much in spanish <laughs> oh man we that's what we need we need like a like a cool masked beast character in acw
2: okay let's go what, to spirit what, what halloween what
1: animal, what <laughs> animal would they uh, whatever for? they got a spirit halloween oh, they, they got it. these they got these creepy i was bugging me and ben went to spirit halloween this past weekend and they got these little baby dolls that are like zombies and they're eating spiders and stuff like we gotta have a wrestler who brings out one of them. It's
2: like this is my child. So it's just obvious they shop at Spirit Halloween. That's what you're asking. Oh
1: no, we've established a precedent because of you buying those masks from Spirit for us to show up in. So now it's mm-hmm. all going to be Spirit Halloween.
2: We're looking. We're actually looking for a sponsorship. Is what you're saying. So for a couple months every year, we'll get a good sponsorship deal. The rest of the year, nothing.
1: Spirit should go year long. They really. They'd should. make. They'd make a killing. Uh, and then let's see here. What else happened? Oh yeah. New Uh, tag champions. Uh, Honor, no more, no more. So (laughs) Eddie, uh, Eddie Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Shows up, you know, Alicia Edwards, the MVP of acting and impact wrestling, uh, was like, Eddie, you you can't do this no more. You know, it's either your family or it's on no more. And he's like, all right, well, you're going to find out what happens. They're in the parking lot. There was a bunch of parking lot this week.
2: Yeah, I mean, a the, parking, the parking garage. garage. It's actually a parking
1: garage. Yeah, the parking <laughs> it's, garage. It's this week is
2: is almost as dangerous as the parking <laughs> lot performance center.
1: Right, Ace Austin got murdered. Yeah, and so like he was like, "You're gonna find out. You're gonna find out." And then and so it's like you don't even communicate with your wife. Like how awkward is again? That? It's the
2: wrestling trope where if it even his TV, own TV, they never talk. Even his, his own guess wife. Not. Guess not. Yeah, but he's been on the road all week. I don't know. Yeah, man. So anyways, they
1: end up, uh, he ends up coming out at the end after Taven and Bennett lose their titles to Heath and Rhino. Heath, that's cool for Heath, though. He got the final say over on No mm-hmm. No more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then Edwards comes out on No more is all sweating it because apparently they think they need him. And uh, and he's like, he just starts going. He's just having a bad day. He just starts going into everybody. He's like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you, Kenny King. I don't trust you. I'm Matt Taven. I don't trust you, Bennett. Canellis and uh, and Vincent and PCO. Oh boy. You are the bane of my existence. You are the reason for everything that goes wrong in my life. Uh, PCO, you're a piece of trash. And so piece of uh, PCO, not piece of trash. P- PCO who's been dumped on the entire time. Edward, Edward Edwards called them Piach. <laughs> He said he's a bitch. <laughs> P.C.O. went off on this motherfucker.
2: Yeah, it was great.
1: And he just laid out the entirety of I don't know more. It was awesome. It was yeah. great. He fucked him up. He took Vincent Uncle Harper and put him through a chair. Sent him on the way to the to, to the WWE, evidently. And he sent the other two off to three, I guess, off to AEW.
2: Yeah. So it's just Kenny King and uh, Ed Edwards there still.
1: Kenny King's going to stick around. He's like, eh, I'm still going to go after that X division title. And then uh, Ed Edwards is going to go back to being Ed Edwards. Yeah. You yeah. Know? He's going to, he's yeah. the, the face version of Sammy Callahan is what he
2: is. <laughs> well, Sammy Callahan's a face now. Is he though? Yeah. Cause he's going after Violet by design who are definitely. Healed. What the fuck is up with Eric Young taking that
1: loss? Yeah, I know. That was surprising. What? I know. I mean, Rich Swan is a former champion. He's great and everything. North, south, east, west. But, oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, no, based on the, the, the story they were going with with Violent by Design, I was pretty surprised. Yeah. So, anyways, so we can jump into it. So, the show opens with uh, Juice Robinson, Chris Bay. They're backstage. And they're all, you know, they're making small talk, talk about how they're going to go party afterwards. And then uh, Juice is like, hey, where's Ace at? I'm looking for him. And Chris Bay is like, well, he's with you, right? No, so they go looking and there's a sign on the door that says, I think men's locker room. And they go through that door and at least the parking garage. Are you fucking... I did not notice that. I'm pretty sure that's what it said.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> because that's I
2: wrote my notes first. So they go through that door and I thought it said men's locker room. They go down a couple of flights of stairs and they're in the parking garage. Oh, I love Anyways. it. So they're down there. They find Ace Austin laid out in the ground. So Tommy Dreamer walks up to check on him. You though he seems like completely disinterested in what's going on <laughs> and then uh, uh juice is asking him where's bully at mm. bully did this and tommy just says well, we should probably call an ambulance and he just walks away
1: yeah you should probably
2: call an ambulance for him
1: so everybody just thinks that every bad thing now that happens is going to be because of bully But bully yeah. unless you're ed edwards in which you think everything bad thing is is due to pco
2: yeah really so. ed edwards the, the the worst leader I've maybe ever seen in the history of wrestling faction.
1: I don't know that, that that he would, yeah, anybody else would have a case for that.
2: You could be right. Just abysmal leadership on Ed Edwards' part.
1: Awful. Uh, after that, we had tag match, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer versus Juice Robinson and Chris Bay. Of course, Chris Bay and Juice Robinson come to the ring with a head full of steam. They all go at it. Bully hits Juice with a bully bomb and actually wins with that shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, bully goes to the outside and he's telling Chris Bay he's trying to say hey I'm on the straight and narrow here he's like I don't know what happened Ace wasn't me he says look I'm sorry I took a shot at you in the ring but things got heated you guys were stepping up to us peacocking us Uh, I'm sorry about that but I'm I'm cool I'm good bully and then and Chris Bay's like we all see where this is going dude he he didn't say that but you just know he's thinking he's like we all know where the story's going yeah. i peeked at scott demore's notes you're gonna turn into a bad guy after proclaiming yeah. you're a good guy you're probably gonna turn on tommy
2: <laughs> i guess tommy's the guy sticking up for you but not really even believing him yeah right That'd yeah exactly. later on it's gonna be the story is probably gonna be bully maybe honestly trying to be a good guy but since no one believes him he's like well i might as well be what everybody thinks i am
3: yeah right yeah
2: so like what Kevin Owens did a while back. Mm-hmm. Anyways, after that we had a Heath and Rhino promo. He says tonight's the night, made a promise to each other we're gonna win the tag titles, and it all boils down to the night. Honor no more took you out and made and I made their live Lives a Living Hell, and Rhino says week after week I scratched and clawed to make my way back. Tonight I'm taking the kingdom straight to hell.
1: Straight to hell, god damn it. And after that, Tommy and Bully in the locker room. Tommy's just acting like, you know, uh, yeah, I'm a whiny little baby. He's like,
2: I know you didn't do it, but I need you to tell me you didn't do it.
1: Yeah, ex- yeah, that's exactly it. And Tommy's like, well, if you know I didn't do it, why do you need me to tell you I didn't do it? And he's like, you just tell me you didn't, do it? you didn't do it. And then Moose walks in. He says, you know, Tommy, you told me a long time ago, once a scumbag, always a scumbag. And he's just getting a kick out of this. And Tommy's yeah, like. Yeah, he is. He's like, you know, man, he's like, bully and I, Somehow, some way, we became a family. Like, that's just us. He's like, but you have no family. You're a bastard. He says, you're not welcome in this locker room. You've never been welcome in any locker room because you're a bastard. And he says, how do I know it wasn't you that laid out Ace? And Moose just laughs this off and says, you know what, here's the thing. I am a scumbag. And if I laid out Ace, I would deny it too. And he looks right Ooh. at Bully and walks away and Tommy's like, yeah.
2: what? Yeah. I love Moose. Moose is great. Yeah, Moose is great. After that, we got Mia Yim versus Taylor Wilde. Uh, Taylor Wilde gets the win here, escapes and EAT defeat, hits Mia with a back elbow, then a wild ride to get the W. Then Mickey James comes to the ring. Uh, she says it's good to have Taylor Wilde back in Impact. Says it's the first time they've ever shared a locker room. Mm-hmm. Like they've always kind of passed by each other during the course of their career. Ships in the night is what she said. Yep. He says, uh, this last rodeo is about facing people I truly respect. And that's when Vex comes to the ring to attack Mickey. Uh, Taylor tries to help Mickey. She gets attacked too. Giselle Shaw joins the brawl. <sighs> Grace runs to the ring. Yeah. Uh, and then she takes out Shaw uh, while Deanna and Chelsea, they leave.
1: Shaw looked hilarious here because like, she's, she slaps, she tries to slap Grace and Grace just doesn't budge. She laughs and then just fucking annihilates her with a couple of shots and then chucks her out of the ring. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that stuff. Yeah, it was, I don't know what. Uh, so it seems like Mia Yim's not going to be sticking around Impact.
3: Yeah, it doesn't seem that way. Maybe getting the getting the uh, the word
1: from Triple H. You know, man, it's, it's a shame that he's only zooming in for the SmackDown preview because, as we discussed earlier, a lot of questions that you could ask him.
2: I mean, maybe about, I mean like maybe assuming I can get a word in. Right, I'll see what yeah. I can do. I'll see if I can get some answers. Here's today. my only signature. Suggest- Don't interrupt him. That's he seems to hate being interrupted. Well, here's the problem. Yeah. He just talks and talks and talks. Yeah, right. Yeah. So if you want me to actually ask a question, I'm yeah. going to have to step in at some point.
1: He also doesn't seem to understand the general nature of like punctuation. Like when you finish a sentence, if somebody else talks, that's a conversation. That's not them interrupting you.
2: But uh, Yeah. Again, it's like it's like the story of Christopher Walken going through scripts and, yeah, right. and crossing out all the all the punctuation in it. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good metaphor there. Um so yeah, I I would I'm just throwing that to you because you know you're gonna have oh, to Oh, I'm Douglas well interview. aware of all that. I am okay, well aware just of making all that.
2: Making sure. All right. I mean, I'm so, the one doing these things, not you, so
1: I know, exactly. And you're doing such a good job too. You're building the chemistry, you're building the rapport, you're really stepping up for going in raw, man. It's great to see. Uh Mickey, Taylor and Jordan have a promo after that. They're backstage. Mickey says, Taylor and Mickey, we had something going. And then uh, Vexed came along, jumped us, and said, uh, but we've got a new friend. Uh, Or said, you guys got a new friend, talking about Shaw. Says, I have friends too. So if we want to fight, let's go. And then Wild's like, let's get wild. And then Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan says, yeah, I'm going to drop you on your head. (laughs) 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 She doesn't put up with the catchphrases and stuff, man.
2: Jordan's all about wrecking fools. Exactly, exactly. then we had Jason Hotch take on I Believe in Joe Hendry uh beforehand. Uh, the vid- little video package they had before that was pretty funny where Hotch was talking to somebody backstage about being upset that Joe Hendry took the final spot in the call your shot. And and the woman he was talking to was like, "Who?" And he says yeah. "Don't say his name.
1: Don't say it." Don't yeah. say his name. She says, "What's his name?" And, <laughs> and that's the in. trigger. Yeah, that's yeah. the
2: trigger. And we get a musical uh, number. Say his name.
1: <laughs>
3: that's pretty great. So, uh Joe Hendry
2: has a promo before the match says, "Uh when you're Joe Hendry, your life is different um he says but as good as I am at talking I'm even I'm an even better listener. And I've been listening to all the fans and what I'm hearing is that we believe mm-hmm. they believe in Joe Hendry.
1: And he yeah, went man. with
2: the uh, with Power of Hendry. The power of Hendry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is great man. He wins these fans over with such ease just from just from his sheer charisma, you know.
2: It's it's an actual interesting take yeah. on the kind of uh, 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 self help type,
3: yeah, right, yeah
2: gimmick that we've seen several times. We've seen yeah. DDP do it, we've seen Bo Dallas do it, and it was yeah. all kind of meh. This mm-hmm. is actually really clever and fun.
1: It, it yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's more of a meta aspect to it. I like it. Uh, after that, we had Scott uh, Scott Demar promo. This is just a really fucking long way of saying Kazarian's going to go ahead and cash in on. Uh,
2: And he's cashing in because he's never been world champion. That's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did this kind of bury the X division title a little bit? Like, I don't know. He's like here. Don't want this anymore. I want the, I want the big title. I ran through your X division champion. So I can get to this guy here.
2: That's why I kind of feel like he didn't need to win this match. He could have showed up and been like, hey, you know, I've I've won the X Division title four times. I'm a legend in Impact Wrestling. One thing I've never done is won that. You don't need to have I agree. The option C at I, all.
1: I agree a thousand percent. I agree a thousand percent. I'm kind of bummed they took that title off Speedball for this.
2: I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, if they're going to do it, tell a story with it that lasts more than, like, what, a month? Mm-hmm, yeah, You know, if they're going to tell a story of him, you know, jamming in so many title defenses in such a short amount of time that he's wearing himself out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the perfect time to have, for example, Kenny King come in and win. I know,
1: I know, take advantage of that shit. I know. Yeah, I agree.
2: And so then anyways, tell that story yeah. rather than ha- this have because they're going to have it for two weeks.
1: So he goes on his long promo about, you know, uh, wanting the world title. I mean, that, that's all it was. Uh, and then he's attacked from behind by Macklin. And then Josh Alexander comes in to make the save. And Kazarian's like, Ooh, what happened? So then we get more of that in a second here. But first, mm-hmm. Ed Edwards. Yeah. Arrives at the arena. He's confronted by Alicia. That's his wife. And don't No More, too. As if he wasn't with her all day long You'd for think, her to talk if to. think anybody knows
2: where, where Ed Edwards is, it'd be his wife the last right. weeks.
1: Just do the find your iPhone thing. Anyways.
2: maybe he has an android
1: yeah oh i'm sure they've got even more in-depth versions of that (laughs) there uh so anyways he says yeah i've been doing a lot of thinking he says either i don't know more ends or my marriage does and alicia's like what does that mean and he's like you'll find out soon enough both of you will uh yeah
2: and then we're backstage and in in a stairwell probably the one leaves the parking garage or the men's locker room Mm -hmm. uh because there he walks up to josh alexander in his short Kazarian tells Josh, hey, I can look out for myself. He says, I'm a tag champ. If I need backup, I, I have people I can call. I don't need you.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. um, he says, but since we're helping each other, I'm going to offer you some advice. Don't ever trust Bully Ray. Yeah. And
1: Josh is like, oh, everybody keeps telling me that.
2: Uh, then we had Eric Young
1: versus Eric Young versus Rich Swan. Uh, uh, despite the efforts of, of Diener to try to help out with a distraction here, mm-hmm. uh, the swan ends up uh, escaping a pile driver attempt and rolls up Eric Young to get the win. But as he leaves, one of Violent by Design's dudes shows up on the ramp. Diener lays out Swan, puts Rich back in the ring. Eric Young looks for a pile driver. Then lights go down. Come back up. Sammy Callahan's in the ring. Violent by Design, get out of there! Thumbs up, thumbs down.
2: I'm gonna do that sometime and like throw out my shoulder because he's so quick and violent with his thumbs up. This one's on already day. going out. Yeah.
1: Uh, after that, we had the, uh, the, the major dude, the major, major players, major players, major players, Cardona tells Myers, man, I'm so proud of you. You're the second longest reigning digital media champ, uh, after me, he says, but you know what? I'm not going to go after your title. We're together. We're going to go after these, there's more titles. And then, uh, the, the Meyer says, yeah, the major players, we got to add the tag titles to our resume.
2: Uh, Which brought us to our main event for the Impact Tag Titles. Heath and Rhino taking on the Kingdom. So, towards the end of the match, everybody's laid out. uh, The rest of Honor No More, Kenny, Vincent, PCO, come to ringside. Rhino's setting up for a gore. Maria distracts him, so he reaches through the ropes and grabs Maria by her hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Bennett comes from behind. Rhino blasts him. So, then he holds up Rhino while Maria gets in the ring and gets a bag of powder. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to throw the powder in Rhino's face. However, Rhino moves. Mm-hmm. Bennett gets the powder in the mm-hmm. face. Yeah. So then Heath hits Bennett with a wake-up call. Taven hits Heath with a spin kick. Uh, Rhino is waiting to gore Taven while Taven's like trying to wrap his brain around what's happening. He turns around, sees Rhino coming, sidesteps, sends Rhino into Maria. She gets gored. Yeah. So then Heath hits Taven with a wake-up call to get the win
1: yeah I the but, the interplay between it is I hope aew tries their damnness to to play up the chemistry between Bennett and Canales because mm-hmm. they really do have good chemistry all the stuff where he accidentally spears her or kicks her and she accidentally mm-hmm. get does shit to him. it is fucking hilarious. they do have I mean they're married they have a really good they have' got a really good chemistry yeah um so yeah so anyways after that uh, Ed Edwards yeah yeah comes to the ring. Says, uh, you know, the wifey gave me an ultimatum. Either Honor No More ends or my marriage ends. He says, you know, Honor No More, we kick down the doors of impact and we let our mission be known publicly in front of everybody. So I think it's fitting to do this in public too. He says, I've had to ask myself, is Honor No More worth saving? He says, when I look around, I see nothing but failure and failure undermines our mission. The kingdom just lost the tag titles. I need to know if you're loyal to Honor No More. They're like, yeah, dude. He goes to Kenny King. Are you loyal, Kenny? And he says, yeah, man. He says, Vincent, are you loyal to Honor No More or are you loyal to PCO? And then he looks at PCO. He says, when I see you, I see nothing but failure. And PCO's like, doing that stuff. Yeah, there you go. And uh, he says, you know, you're the reason I lost a bound for glory because I was too dealing busy dealing with this bullshit he says i uh i ask you if you're loyal to me and then pco he's like Arr. he just does pco <laughs> stuff it's the same thing he just <laughs> right <laughs> eddie edwards hates it he says that hesitation is all i need to know it's not hesitation that's just pco that's, PCO. that's his answer is a weird head shake and his eyes go up so anyways uh eddie's uh, he says uh he says, that's all that hesitation is all I need to know. Um, And, and then Vincent's like, oh, he, so he puts a sack over PCO's head, you know, to calm him down. He says, Eddie says, uh, he says, PCO is supposed to be a monster because somebody in the crowd, I think he said, oh, he's a monster. He says, oh, this guy says he's a monster. He's nothing but a bitch. PCO takes the sack off, <coughs> hits Eddie with a clothesline. Hits Taven with a pop-up powerbomb, boots Bennett, grabs Vincent by the throat. Bennett and Taven, they're like, hey, let's get him. And they super kick him. He no-sells that shit. Yeah. Drops them with clotheslines. Vincent hits him in the bag with a chair. He no-sells that. Punches the chair into Vincent's face. Hits a suicide dive on the kingdom. Gets right back up. Choke slams Vincent onto the chair back in the ring. And that's your Impact Wrestling.
2: Huge push for PCO coming up
1: oh massive massive push for pco absolutely yep. oh shit yep. dude so you he's been he's been in the waiting room so we got to get we got to get this thing going all right. he's in the all waiting right, room fine. so i got you know baby. you know what to do you know you know yeah. just keep on trying to build this rapport you know this is your thing yeah
2: i know i'll try my best okay, i'll I'm ask gonna, him i'll try to ask him about phil okay i'm gonna i'm gonna log out all right Hello. Oh! Hi, Triple H. How are you today?
3: What's going on? What's going on, Steve? I feel like a million bucks. I feel amazing. The schism is moist. I'm ready to go. All right. You're all aboard with that. Okay, I'm on board with that. I watch your guys' show religiously now. It's really good. You guys got a lot of great ideas, especially that guy, Larson. He's really good. You, you're pretty good, too, Steve.
2: Anyways, uh, before we get to the Smackdown preview, can I ask you a question? it will be quick, I promise.
3: Yeah, what's the, what's your question? What I'm here for
2: would, one reason. What would you be interested in bringing CM Punk into WWE?
3: <laughs> I find it so funny <laughs> that you think I would bring CM Punk. What a t- no, okay, look, no, okay, look, number okay, look, number one. <laughs> first off, first off, number <laughs> no, number one. Number one, th- is there any part of CM Punk that isn't injured right now or on the verge of falling apart?
2: It's I have like, seen his medical th- report,
3: so I don't know. But This guy can't even jump into a crowd and not completely demolish his foot. That's number one. Number two, before he burned it all down in that pissant company ACW, uh, uh, he injured his triceps, I think. That's correct, yes. No, ab- a thousand percent not. Okay. There's no I mean, way. May- maybe, you know what? Maybe. How about this? We'll bring Phil back. We'll bring Phil- I've been looking for something, a new angle in the 24-7 division. Oh. Some sort of shitty comedy stuff. Maybe right. we can bring him in uh, as-, as like shitty comedy guy. Okay. You know, I think maybe he seems to be f- fond of that Dan Housen guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we maybe we could bring him in, bury him. And uh, and yeah, oh my, oh my God, boy! Okay, you just, I just had to ask. It's you just you brightened my
2: day with that oh, joke. Good. I I'm thought that was I a could. funny joke. Oh yeah, I'm happy. I could, I could, I could uh, bring some sunshine to your day, uh, Paul. So uh, we got a SmackDown tonight, right? SmackDown. Is it I okay been, if I call you Paul? I'm sorry. Oh my
3: God! Don't interrupt. No, no. You know what? All the goodwill's gone. It's All gone. Right. It's gone. You interrupted the shit out of me just now. Not happy about that. My schism is no longer moist because of well, you. You did that. Can I ask you, you a question? That. Stop interrupting me. You did that. Yes. What's your question? What can we do to help moisten your schism then? before this segment's over? I mean, you don't have a time ship, so you can't go back in time and not act like an asshole. So,
2: uh, man. Well, p- miss, miss Triple H, I, was trying to, I just want to be respectful. I don't, to, I, don't to, I don't want to. You know, you've been doing these for a couple weeks. I didn't want to be so bold as presume I could refer, call you by your first name. Did you just call me bald?
3: look i shaved my head for a reason i've got a really great head of hair i think i'd look like a badass i look more metal bald i look great like this anyways first up the influencer logan paul this guy's great he really takes it seriously unlike some people in this interview returns to smackdown en route to wwe crown jewel en route it's like one of those fancy words like paradigm shift do you know what paradigm shift means that's what happened don't interrupt me that's what happened when i took over wwe a paradigm shift next Liv morgan continues her dark descent in battle against sonyville listen to how poetic that that preview was her dark descent i like the alliteration that's good stuff you know what that means i'm just gonna have her jump off something tall what should i what should i have her jump off of can i answer don't interrupt but yes you can answer uh, how about
2: production truck?
3: Wow, are you looking? You're looking to hurt the superstars of WWE. I'm That's a lot. That's, a lot. That's a lot to ask. Don't interrupt. He's... Don't in- Ooh, wow. Don't
2: interrupt. Ask yeah. me a question. Let's get ready to suck it. All right. What's next? What's next? What's next? Uh,
3: Sorry, I had some chili earlier. Steph made some oh. great chili. Five alarm, baby. Oh, really? <laughs> I Had some chili for lunch too. What do you think? You're like me now, or some? You think we're like best friends now? Oh my God! No, I'm okay. just trying to say chili's delicious lunch. Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi try to pry the women's tag titles from Damage Control. They try to pry it away. This isn't a normal match. This is personal. They want those titles. Are going to try to pry them away? What great wording that was. Very good. Thank you. I know. And last, finally, Sheamus. I told, I told dad 10 years ago, this guy should be the face of the company. And now people are believing me now. Only now, you know, the curtain call Madison square garden four friends. They didn't believe me then. Now people are starting to believe me. I hear that your partner says that Sheamus might be wrestler of
2: the year. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise yeah, Steve's, me. Steve's been mentioning him as Seamus.
3: Should I bring here. back the lobster head song? You know,
2: Steve used to have that, have that
3: as his ringtone on his throat. It's fight operation. night time. Seamus takes on Solo Sokoa of the Bloodline, the enforcer uh, of the Bloodline. He's a much, by the way, by the way, he's a much better enforcer uh, uh, than, than the act, than your enforcer,
2: who is a trash garbage. <laughs> uh, Triple H, can I ask you a question before we, we say goodbye? Last busy, question. Right. Uh, can you do, do me the honor and the pleasure of singing a uh, lobster head for me. Can you do me
3: the honor and the pleasure of licking my butthole? Let's get ready to suck it. I gotta go. I don't have time to say goodbye.
2: Is it just? How did it go? Did it go Fucking good? Train wreck. Absolute train wreck.
1: What? Come, dude, we talked about strategy. Did you interrupt him?
2: So this what? is what happened. I I got I got the I asked him the hard hitting question about CM Punk. I was like, Hey, any interest? You thought I was joking. I played along. That was fine. That was fine. It put him in a good mood. And really? then, I, I, and then he, I called him. And then I called, let, me, let me finish. And then I called him Paul. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. That, that, he didn't even notice that. I'm like, I'm sorry. Can I, can I, can, I don't want to presume that I can call you by your first name. So I apologize. And they got mad at me. I was wow. trying to be respectful. And oh, no. I, I got, I got, he got mad at me. That sounds like a mess.
1: That sounds It was like bad. It
2: was really good and then it was really bad. I guess the, you know, you take the But glasses. it was good because he thought my actual hard heating question was a joke. What grade would you give this? I mean it's kind of an instant F. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, man, oh man.
2: Well, you know You gotta yeah. understand there's a lot of pressure on me for these interviews. They're short, yeah. but I I, I stay oh, up man. Yeah. last night. Yeah. This morning I woke up at like five thirty and I was like, "God, I got to talk Triple H today." Oh no, it's costing me sleep. It's oh no, put pressure on me. Oh man, but you're you're the only guy that can do it.
1: You're the man. That's not alleviating the pressure. That's adding pressure. Yeah, dude. There's nobody
2: else that can do it. Nobody else on the planet. Maybe at this Earth. point I should just it, I should just purposely have a terrible one. He's hold on.
1: Twinewinder says you insulted
2: Stephanie's cooking. No, I didn't. What? He said that cook? he said that he said he had some lunch. He has chili for lunch. That Steph oh. made great chili. I was like, oh, I had chili too. I was trying to say, hey, Oh, you compared chili's a great lunch. You compared. No, I made no comparison of the fact that we wow. both had chili for lunch. I didn't say my chili was great. I didn't make any claim about my chili being good. I was like, oh, I had chili too. Chili's a great oh, lunch. Man. I'll look, I'll watch this back and I'll, I'll give you some notes for Monday. When I don't we, when need your goddamn notes. I'll tell you what.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. Look, this is not, don't turn this on me. Don't
2: put my your failures
1: on See, me here's now. Th-
2: no, you gotta shut up about this because here's the thing. I'm <laughs> under immense immense pressure having to do this all by myself okay, and not there, look yeah, like an is, asshole. You're, you're totally unhinged. every you're every week. You're and then you have the audacity, the temerity to wash back and say, "Oh, don't worry, Larson. I'll give you notes." I'm trying to help you. I no. I I you know this
1: is don't interrupt. Wow, dope says this was the same tone you had with Paul. Don't right You're telling me <laughs> not to. Well, this is this is an unmitigated disaster. We'll do this again on Monday and we'll start over.
2: Yeah, I want no notes from you though.
1: I'm gonna give you some notes and then you no can notes! use them or not. Okay, no notes. No, no. I'm gonna make them and I'll put them. on our do? share drive. What if Rip. they're just digital? It's a text. Delete. All right. Now you're no. gonna read them. All right. Well, I got. Saves some thoughts. Your time. Saves your breath. They're not notes. They're thoughts. We got to go. Want thoughts. I don't we want notes. Go. Want none of that. Okay. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you everybody. Uh, well, this is, you know, if if you guys have comments or notes or thoughts, no leave, notes. Them the, leave them in the comments. Let Lars know how he can do a better job.
0: It's broke my pencil. <gasps> All right. Goodbye everybody. Goodbye. in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration Event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4 e.